You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Hmm, is that... Is that eight? No. Mm. Uh, hi there. Oh! Hello, didn't hear you come in. I was caught up doing one of these sudukakus. Welcome to Jefferson City Hotels. How can I help you on this fine evening? Uh, I've had a very long evening, just looking to get a room for the night. Oh, wait a minute. Are you in town for the yarn convention? Yes, I am. Oh, I love yarn. How exciting. You must meet so many famous people. Not in the slightest. I met Ted Danson at a yarn convention. I gave him a handy behind the dumpster out That seems unlikely. I'm fairly sure his name was Ted Danson. I doubt it, but... Oh, well, doesn't matter. Can I get your name? Uh, yeah, yeah. My name's Pete Walker. Just how it sounds. Q-U-Q. Great. And is it just you staying the night? Yes. Okay. How many beds will you need? Just one. Excellent choice. Now, would you like a mint on your pillow? Sure, yeah. Now, there is a charge of $10 for the mint on the pillow. Is that all right? Oh, no, no, never mind. No mint, then. (laughs) Not a sweets guy, eh? Anyone offers me chocolate, I just can't say no. Found my way into a lot of vans as a child. Now, would you like any toilet seat covers? Uh, am I going to need them? (laughs) Oh, my goodness, yes. Our toilets are filthy. Well, then, yes. Now, there is a charge of $10 for the toilet seat covers. Well, then, no. Okay, I'll just hover, I guess. I don't need anything special, just give me the normal room, no accessories, how much is that? Just the room, $25. Wow, that's actually a really good deal. Uh, yeah, great, I'll just put that on credit. All right, Mr. Walker. Ooh, did you still want that bed you asked for earlier? Well, yes, of course. Okay, well, our bed charge is $35. You just said a normal room was 25 The room itself is $25, but that's just for the four walls and a roof. There's a floor charge of $5, and the bed is an extra $35. Well, that's a ridiculous way of doing things. Who would ever stay here? (laughs) Well, Mr. Johnson stays here all the time, don't you, Mr. Johnson? I sure do. Hey, buddy, don't let them sucker you into paying that floor charge. I sleep right on the pipes. All right, fine. Yeah, okay, I'm going to accept the floor and bed charge. Oh, excellent choice on the bed, sir. Our carpets are riddled with bugs. Would you like some blankets on the bed? Well, they don't come with the bed? (laughs) Of course not, silly. This isn't Buckingham Palace. The cost for the blankets is an extra $20. Okay, yes, I want the blankets. Now, can I please go to my room? We are almost there. Will you be staying in the room tonight? Yes, why would I get a room if I'm not going to stay in it? Well, a lot of men like to have a hotel room on the back burner just in case they decide to pick up one of Jefferson City's famous prostitutes. They're very good. Almost no herpes. That sounds awful. Well, you can get one without herpes if you pay the $10 service fee. Okay, well, I'm not going to be doing that. Hey, what the hell are you doing? (laughs) That's our bellhop, Fabrizio. Hi, Fabrizio. He'll be helping you with your bags. Okay, no, I can get them myself. Okay, no, hey, no. Bye-bye, bye-bye. He just left to the front door. Where is he taking them? Well, he'll be holding on to those bags until you purchase the bellhop fee. I don't want the bellhop fee. Oh, I think you want the bellhop fee. Otherwise, he'll treat your bag like a cat treats a litter box. He's going to shit in my bags? Ooh, will you be needing a door? What? Yes, I need a door. Well, there will be a slight... Let me guess, a door charge. <laughs> wow, I thought you were a yarn salesman, not a psychic salesman. I want my bags back. There's no need to raise your voice, Mr. Walker. This isn't a Reba McIntyre concert. Listen, I want a door, I want a handle for the door. I want a bed, I want my bags, Mm. a toilet, Mm. and a fucking bedside table with a box of matches inside so I can burn this stupid hotel to the ground when I leave. All right then, with the matches, your total comes to $738. (sighs) Okay, do you accept credit? Of course we do. Ooh, now there is a slight 150 service charge. Goodbye.
Wow. All right. Here we are. Back to the original theme song. Love it. Love it or hate it. Yeah. I don't care because I love it. That's right. Welcome to episode 54 of Vesta Friends Podcast. 54 on the floor. On the floor. We're all lying down for this one. We are. That's episode 54. That's that we had to do for Yeah. The contract with Never Sleeps Network. Thank you so much for broadcasting this. And thanks so much to our sponsor, Humber College School of Comedy. And extra special thanks to our amazing guest that came in today guys go crazy for john, john blair. blair go yeah. crazy for them guys everyone's going crazy <laughs> someone on the bus right now like, yeah <laughs> people start clapping on the bus uh, thank you i appreciate that i appreciate whatever weird public thing you just did <laughs> awesome we're psyched to have you here man we met you ages ago yeah it's been quite some time yeah um uh, how did you get kicking off in comedy and sketch specifically? Yeah, I don't yeah, give a fuck yeah. about the rest. Of it. I don't fucking. I swear to God, you fucking tell me anything else. Yeah. <laughs> you just sketch. Your clowning career. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess I got kicked off in sketch comedy. I was in New York University doing a film degree, and I joined an improv troupe. But the improv troupe mostly ended up just being a sketch troupe, where we would just write sketches and then do like ten or fifteen minutes of improv right at the end and call ourselves an improv troupe. Uh, uh, and then, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much just stuck with that. I joined the uh, I joined the Vanier Improv Company. Uh, Nug Nargang was was oh, heading cool. that up, so he's kind of my gateway in the sketch. And mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, that's where I got going with that. Wow, and you've done tons since that. You were the head writer for Sketchersons for a while. You were in Sketchersons yeah. for a long time. Yeah, when yeah, did you yeah, join Sketchersons? Because you were on Sketchersons, I think, when we met you. Yeah, I joined Sketchersons uh, right in time for Comedy Bar to open. So I guess oh, that wow. would have been in 2008. I was there for about five years, and I, I head wrote for, I want to say, one, one and a half of those years. Man. Yeah, something like that. Good times. Right. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. It was 2008-ish, because that's around when we came to the city, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we moved in 2009. Yeah, because I came, I think the first the first show I saw was in 2009. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We went straight there, man. Damn, that was Out a good show. in town. Yeah, that was a... Uh, yeah, I do got, like the idea of an improv team that does 95% sketch. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. yeah that, was kind of, that was kind of it, yeah. <laughs> We're just like... You just yeah, write no, all these improv. I'm not going to lie, when you start talking about improv there, I was like what the fuck is this yeah, bullshit what? i said sketch I, yeah, I know right i swear I know. to god i said I and then so and then i was like okay all right let a guy put my uh sword away you mm-hmm. did yeah. you hear that well i mean any, <laughs> yeah. any good story is an emotional roller coaster like that oh, i think god, and that i like is. to think that's what i bring to the table yeah I, you know, that and you, make you feel every different emotion yeah and, and <laughs> anger <laughs> relief yeah. the end yeah those are the only two emotions <laughs> i, I want to feel like that's that's my whole life i like picturing that's the guy on the bus who's like not only given it up for you but he's yeah. also had this roller coaster who's like, <laughs> everyone on the bus if like, this guy doesn't bring it yeah. back around yeah. the sketch oh, 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 oh god okay. Every, okay. everybody on the bus is like this guy's gonna fucking lose it I need to get off this but like people are ding like, pull, like pulling the handle oh, oh my god yeah, go nuts but, but they're like go nuts for him they, they could have done something insane yeah, yeah. just pulls his hair <laughs> out true. and takes a shit like <laughs> they told me to do it for John they said to go nuts they said he's being dragged off the bus <laughs> Uh, he's pointing at his ears they're like <laughs> they told me to they this told my me ear. Uh, the cops guy is crazy uh, but yeah uh, that's man. great that's well, great. a bunch of years of doing shows and one thing mm-hmm. we always like to ask people is uh, you got any stories about uh, bonkers, bonkers shows? shows any bonk any shows crazy show stories crazy. have you done like a sh- sh- sto- uh, oh, show what with an old folks I got a sunburn today it is affecting me he got it specifically on his mouth so he can't on my tongue I 
stuck my tongue out the window for like four hours. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I don't know. Did you do any like crazy shows like in an old folks' home or something? I don't know. Something where you were you, were, you bombed? Were you really hammered or whatever? Uh, old folks. Home I really like the old folks' home shows. <laughs> Anyone who's ever told the story about that, I love. It's great. Probably the worst uh, ending to a show I've ever had. Probably the weirdest bomb I've ever had was I uh, I was doing a show once at a Tiger Bar, formerly the former basement of the Crown and Tiger. It's it's the green oh, yeah. room now. Hey, it's, it used to it's be called become, Tiger Bar. That's yeah, it was oh. a different place. Oh. Um, actually, I think I think that was Tiger Bar before. Uh, the top floor was even Crown and Tiger. Ah. I'm not sure. This is a, I'm probably a, f- a fascinating civic history lesson <laughs> for, for y'all. It was the first place but, I ever did stand up. Yeah, it's quite mm-hmm. a history in that place. Yeah. Yes. But so so you know what the place is, oh, is yeah, was yeah, yeah. like. Yeah. Uh, they recently remodeled it. The green room came in, and and it's all very. But this used to be a <laughs> this used to be a basement that was. Eh, I think by any metric, pretty filthy. <laughs> uh, so I'm doing a show there, and it's going good. It's going real good, and, and I'm and I'm and I'm, I'm, I'm it's going all right. I'm, I'm like, wow, look at this! Like crowds on my side. It's going great. But I've had my feet, I guess, planted for kind of a while. I've been standing sort of perfectly still for kind of a while, and uh, and then I'm I'm doing a bit. I'm getting right near the end of, of the set, and I've and I've lost them. I've uh, lost them all of a sudden. The room goes goes dead quiet. Um, and, and I mean, you can see their faces in the crowd in that place. The lighting is enough yeah. that you can kind of yeah. see you're talking yeah. to, yeah. and they're just staring at me like, like, like I've got like a sucking chest wound. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and, I, and so I try to like, I look at like one guy, and I try to do like a, a line of like crowd work with him. And I'm like, oh yeah, this guy knows or whatever. And he looks me dead in my eye, and he's holding he's holding his girlfriend's hand, and he he looks me dead in the eye and says in the lowest, scaredest voice. Dude, you got a bug on your back, and <laughs> and I look and I look to my left, and I am the last person in the room to notice this. A giant cockroach, like the size of a baby's fist, is is sitting on my shoulder like a pirate companion, and is just looking around the room, being like, "What's going on here?" I guess I stayed still for long enough that a bug traveled up my entire body yeah. and was just chilling on my shoulder. Oh my god! So I responded as I think anyone would. I went ah! and I like picked it up with my hand and threw it across the room. Um, I tried to do like two more minutes. I I should have just gone out on that. I think. I that mean, the, the, nothing I did topped that. But yeah, that did was they, that they applaud when you threw it off you. Or they were, I think they were glad it was gone. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I don't think I, I don't think I looked particularly cool or brave in that moment. But. Dude, you got a bug on your back. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. If that makes amazing. you feel any better. It probably fell from the roof. So it probably didn't Oh, do you think body. it might have fallen from the roof? Yeah, one time I did a show in that place and a guy that was doing stand-up, he was laughing at his own jokes so hard that he stumbled and fell into the wall and a huge chunk of the roof came down. Oh. <laughs> so that makes you feel any better. So, I can't tell if it makes me feel better or worse. <laughs> First of all, uh, two things here. Uh-huh. Great story. Thank you. Second <laughs> of all. Mark, if you ever mention stand-up, mention stand-up again on the podcast, I, I will shit. beat the fucking shit, shit out of shit, you shit. for everyone to hear. It's not my fault. They told me to go nuts. Oh, did they? <laughs> hey, Mark, have you heard of this Humber College comedy writing and performance program? Yeah, man, that's where I met you. Oh, yeah. Have a good time? Oh, yeah. I had a great time. I improved a ton as a comedian, too. Explain. Well, for example, here's a joke I used to do before I did the program, right? <clears throat> How many tickles does it take to make an octopus laugh? How many? Ten tickles. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Yeah, I hate but, that. I know, yeah. But, but, check it out after I went to Humber. <clears throat> How many tickles does it take to make an octopus laugh? How many? Ten tickles. <laughs> wow. Well, see? I love that. Yeah. 
Humber School of Comedy. We teach funny people how to be funnier. Another thing we'd like to ask everyone on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, is our, this is our segment yeah, that's okay. uh, sponsored by Humber College. So mm-hmm. thank you once again, Humber. Mm-hmm. What's your dumbest sketch? Oh, okay. Well, I think I think this. I got the answer to this is is pretty clear. We were talking about this before we got started. Um, <laughs> my dumbest sketch is a sketch called Crim Crom. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, also, my favorite sketch of yours, which yeah. is... Oh, uh, thank you. So that's, <laughs> what does that say about ours? I should, I should lean into the dumb stuff a little more often. Uh, what would you... What Would you Would you like just me to summarize Crim Crom? Yeah, oh, summarize Crim Crom for us. The audience is okay. dying. So, Crim Crom <laughs> is a sketch where, where three or four people are, are lined up in a waiting room. Uh, it's unclear what they're waiting for, but they're all just waiting. I come out with a clipboard <laughs> and a headset, and I ask for Crim Crom. And then no one responds. And I proceed to ask for Crim Crom for about two to three more minutes. <laughs> I leave and come back. I ask if Crim Crom has shown up. Um, I, I, you know, give Crim Crom a few, few last chances. <laughs> then eventually, I'm get, getting no response from Crim Crom after about two or three minutes, I go on to the next person. And then someone says to... One one person sitting in the chair, like, oh my god, can you can you believe that guy? And and this guy who's just been sitting there reading a magazine the whole time says, I know. Take a hint, buddy. Nobody here is named Crom Crom. <laughs> and he tells him, you know, I I, I think he actually said Crim Crom, and the guy goes, oh no, and runs out. Of the <laughs> uh, that's that's my dumbest sketch. Um, <laughs> And uh, yeah, it, oh it, man, it, I'm remembering it. Oh, it's man, it's I killing me. I forgot about the bit where you leave and come back. Yeah, come come show up. I just remember Joel Buxton doing it and doing such mm-hmm. a great job. No one here is named Crom. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Also, you have a headset, which is funny too. Yeah, I don't know why that? Who knows why I'm there? <laughs> yeah, that's been uh, yeah. Crim Crom has been a few uh, people. I think it's it's been Joel Buxton. Uh, Andy Hall once played the I think uh, played the role of uh, Crim Crom. I think Connor Bradbury from Sex. Oh, was yeah. Krim Krom at some point. I like it because it's adaptable. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> have you ever seen? Have you ever had it not go well in the first like? You know that the sketch is tanked in the first like ten seconds of doing it. You're like, oh, they're not going to like the remaining three minutes. Uh, Has Krom Krom <laughs> ever not done well? I mean, uh, luck- luckily, Krim Krom has always done well. Oh, but but that is that is a great question because <laughs> one of my biggest concerns about my comedy on the whole is I is I do um, uh, for for uh, anyone who doesn't know I do like one person's you know monologue style sketch mm-hmm. and a lot of it is like oh i hope you like this because <laughs> if you don't oh i've got so much more four more minutes coming but a lot of a lot of my stuff um i feel like can be like i can pull the cord relatively quickly if i can tell it's n- not working mm-hmm. well, that's that, i yeah. guess that's one thing that says about solo sketches like right it's only in just, your like, hands skip a couple of beats if you need to mm-hmm. i suppose and you're not like throwing anyone else yeah. off in that way uh, I don't know if we mentioned that you do a lot of solo sketch yet on the podcast, but John does a lot of solo sketch. Sure, mm-hmm. do a lot of it. Just got back from Montreal, you did. Uh, yeah, uh, we, did. we were all we were all hanging out in old Montreal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you did the best of the fest show. You also did the best of the fest show this year on uh, in Toronto Sketch Fest as well. So yeah. and last year. Yeah, I'm sure. Every couple of years. Hey, again, now that yeah. I think about it. Oh my Every God. year forever. We look at old, old calendar or whatever, like old photos from like Sketchfest 1910. It's like, yeah, it's all black it's, and white, but it's still in all of them. It's like the shining. Um, all I know is that if you can, at my funeral next week. <laughs> no, uh, oh, oh, no. Uh, can, uh, can you play, can you, can you guys do Crim Crum? Okay. It's going to come. 
And my dead body plays Crim Crom and you guys. And yeah. that's, that's, that's all I can ask. Uh, and then they put me right in the cremation machine. Machine? That's what you were machine. waiting for? Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, Look great. That was our segment. <laughs> What's, What's your, your dumbest, dumbest sketch? sketch? So thank you so much. Thanks, Thanks man. Thanks for bringing that in. It's fantastic. <sighs> I uh, had a pretty tough week, eh, Morgan? Oh, God, what? Now? Yeah, I... Uh, I trapped uh, under an avalanche. Oh, yeah! Again? I, I, hey, it's it's May. I thought I was gonna be safe. Yeah, well, that's why I don't go on trips with you. Right. I went to the Swiss Alps and I got stuck under an avalanche. But I recorded the whole oh, thing. Of you course, you did. I had to. You always I, record everything. I had to do it for posterity. When are we gonna stop playing your recordings on this podcast? You're lucky they've been good so far. They've been pretty funny. You guys want to hear this one? Yeah, all right. Yeah, all right. Sounds good. And check this out. Okay, would one of you get off your asses and help me dig this tunnel? Brian, you fool, you can't just dig a tunnel out of here. It'll collapse and kill you. Oh, shut up, Gerald. Shut up, Gerald. Listen, if you're so smart, why is this whole research station buried under an avalanche, huh? You didn't see that coming, did you? Well, maybe if you brought me those seismic readings like I asked you to, I would have seen it coming. But oh, no, not during Riverdale. Not during Riverdale. I hate you, Gerald. You wanted us to get trapped here. You okay, piece- why would I want that? That is a stupid thing to because want. Because you're a fucking idiot. Guys, That's- guys. Come on! I know this looks bad, okay? And I know there's a lot of snow between this building and the surface, but we're three brilliant scientists. Mm. Great minds! I know that if we work together, we can find a way out of here. Oh, yeah, right. Gerald couldn't find his way out of his ass, and he should try to do that, by the way. Okay, you know what, Charlie? The only way we're going to come up with anything is if both of you leave me alone. I'm sorry, but we just don't get along. Yeah? We don't, eh? Well, you know what? The police didn't get along. What? What? The police. Yeah. Hated each other. Did you know that? I still do. Fought all the time. All right? But come on. Roxanne? Come on. All right, guys? Okay, well, wait. Like, the band, the police? Yeah, like, we talking about Sting's band? Sting's band. You hear yourself right now, Gerald? Sting's band? See, you're like Sting. And you feel like we have to be Sting's band, but we don't. There's a lot of talent in this room. Let us help you. Let's do this together, you know? Give us our tracks. Give Stuart his Any Other Day. Give Andy his Be My Girl, you know, man? Mm. (laughs) All right, Charlie. All right. Brian, what do you think we should do? Oh, thank you, your majesty. Okay, what should we do? I think we should dig this tunnel, like I said. And I also think we should not be in an avalanche. Oh, my God. Whoa, 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 whoa. Brian, buddy? Yeah. You got a minute to hear a story, man? Sure. I... About a guy who maybe always felt a little bit out of his element. A little like the odd man out. He had just amazing skill, but he always felt marginalized. Maybe because he was American and he kicked around with two English dudes. And he let his anger be his boss. And he said some things that he couldn't take back. And do you know what his name was? Uh, no, I don't remember, but was he in the police? His I name was Stuart Copeland, okay. and he was the drummer in the police. Right. But have you ever heard him on No Time This Time? Awesome. Okay, man? Good talk. No, that wasn't a good talk at all. That helps us absolutely zero with this avalanche. Yes, and also, I think I am Stuart Copeland because I think you're both very stupid. No, 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 you're staying for sure. Guys, guys, come on. You're tearing me apart with this constant fighting. I'm just trying to get out of this avalanche, and you're just fighting and fighting, and I feel so torn. I don't know what I feel like. 
I feel exactly like Andy Summers, the guitarist from the police who was relatively uninvolved in the band's dispute. Okay, all right, all right. Like, the police didn't get along. We get it. Seriously, did you just watch yeah. a Behind the Music on them this afternoon or something? Yeah, is that like, also, you know what? You know what, pal? I don't even really like the police. That's because you only know the singles and the late oh stuff, and you haven't listened to Outlandos. God damn it! Neither of you will just listen to Outlandos with me. I've got it on my iPod! Okay, listen. Do not make me fire our wolf-teasing gun indoors again. Now, both of you listen to me. This has to stop. We don't know how long we're going to be down here. We're low on rations, and we need to conserve oxygen. And frankly, this premise where he keeps talking about the police has run out of gas, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I didn't, I didn't have a third for that uh, one. Yes, I figured. Okay, Charlie, thank you for trying, mm -hmm. but I don't see where else it can go. Right. Now, does anyone have anything else? Uh... I I have something else. I, I've been working on something where I'm a geologist, but I'm also a rapper. Huh? And my name's MC Rocksteady. <laughs> I rap a lot, and it really gets on everyone's nerves. Hmm? God help us, it's all we've got. Well, my name's Rocksteady, and I'm here to say I'm the rockin'est guy in the U.S. of A. <laughs> wow, oh, you've done yeah. it again, Mark. You've oh, done it again. God I, in heaven. Yeah. Oh, wow, wow, wow. And I got out. Yeah, it's true. Isn't that great? I forgot that you were trapped in there with me and John. Yeah, yeah. 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 It, it wasn't until I was listening to the recording. I was like, oh, yeah. yeah that <laughs> was, that was us. That? Uh, thank you. That was thank a John. John Blair original sketch. So thank you very much for bringing no, that in and doing that. It's uh, really a lot of fun. Let me bring it in. But now mm -hmm. it is time yeah. for our segment. Mark, uh, will you tell us, say the segment? Because I don't know what it's called. Oh, uh, now I yeah, do. Well, let's read it off. The segment's called DJ or Pokemon J. Yeah, I guess this week it doesn't rhyme just for you because you've been upset. Mad. You've been upset that, that they have been rhyming. No, um, I'm upset that they haven't been rhyming. Uh -huh. uh, well, so, I this is a segment. We, we do a segment every single week, and we've never done this one before. I've been looking forward to this. Uh, who better to do it than with DJ John? <laughs> you DJ? Damn, it's <laughs> a noted DJ. Yeah, John noted. a great DJ yeah. sketch, though, if you guys uh, check out John Blair sometime. Oh, that's true, actually. Yeah. True. See, there, there we go. Uh, where I'm going to name something, and uh, you have to tell me if it's a Pokemon or a famous DJ. Okay. Now, I don't know any of either, uh, but if you guys. You know Pokemon really well, don't you? I I was co-creator of Pokemon. So right, yes. okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're Morgan of Poka. I forgot. Yeah, uh, uh, the Mo in Mon. And, yeah, yeah, Mo again. That was part of the, anyways. And so, how about you answer a second then, I guess. Do you know your Pokemon pretty well there? Um, I'm, I, I, I know DJs okay, and I know some Pokemon. Really? I know some of the basic Pokemon. Okay, cool. Uh, I tried to find rare ones, This is, but I don't know rare anything. Rare Pokemon. Yeah, I, I guess. Okay, well, so... Here is our first one. Is this a DJ or Pokemon? Cricketune. That mm. is a Pokemon. I'm I'm gonna say Cricketune is a DJ and it's spelled T U N E. You're right that it's spelled T U N E, but it is a Pokemon. Ah! <laughs> it's a bad Pokemon too, not even a good one. Oh, you know? <laughs> see if you know that one, you're gonna know all these, Morgan. Damn it! Yeah, <laughs> you should answer second for so sure. So I will answer second. But Cricketune would be a great DJ, name, mm. wouldn't it? That's why when I saw it, I was yeah. like, oh, that's wicked. How about? Uh, love disc. Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say love disc is a <laughs> is a Pokemon. That's gotta be a DJ. Yeah. That's gotta be a dumb DJ name yeah. for sure. DJ love disc or something. You're right, John. It was a Pokemon. I've never oh, heard of that one. Really? I've never did, heard of love disc. You, that doesn't even. That's not even a like Pokemon. Normally have kind of. A yeah. good name, usually. No, not always. That's know. not true. I feel like love, love Disc is like a D team. What Pokemon. is Love Disc? I'm like, well, well, you Love Disc is, look is voted. I, I got some info on it. Voted the world's worst Pokemon oh. in, a, in a 2014 <laughs> survey. It turns the sea a romantic shade of pink. Oh, that. 
it's oh, I didn't, I didn't know it was ISC. Yeah, I, I might be pronouncing it wrong. Its thing is it changes I don't, the color I don't, of the C. I don't know yeah. if it's pronounced love disc like I that. I doubt it is. I think it's like more of like a one word, like love disc, but... Um, Oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I know that Pokemon. Yeah, that's a terrible Pokemon. It turns this is it. It's why like would it do it? Oh, it's oh, like showing a photo. Awful. Uh, it's not even a disc. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's the most frustrating part. It it, it looks like a like a kind of like a sunfish. If uh, for the viewers, it's like if a heart but... was turned sideways and it was a fish. Yeah, that's uh, the most frustrating part. Is the fact that it doesn't look like a dish. <laughs> I think what that's the fact it. that it's terrible. Yeah, I Ter- forgot terrible that. Yeah, sorry. L U V. Right. L U V. That'd be a great, again, a great DJ name. That is a good DJ be a name. a better though. DJ than a Pokemon. That's a terrible yeah. creature. Yeah. I, I guarantee it wouldn't have been voted worst DJ. And no. Well, actually, you know what? I want to make it my goal. I'm, I'm going to be DJ Love Disc, <laughs> and I'm going to be the worst fucking DJ this town's ever Go seen. Go out right. to be voted worst DJ? Yeah. Uh, what about Blaster Jacks? Blaster Jacks. I, I'm, I, have to, I think I have to go DJ. I've also I'm, never heard of it. It's a Pokemon I've never heard of it, but I'm going I'm going DJ too. Blaster oh, yeah. Jax is a DJ. Bla- you know it as a DJ. <coughs> also, no, okay. I, have, I have no You're no. right. Yeah, it is oh, a DJ. No, that's what I was against. I was gonna say also oh, two yeah. you've already done two Pokemon already, and Mark, yeah. you're not that wacky. Yeah. Uh, it's I've you never gone for the three. Uh, I think you have before once, and I, I, and, I, and I caught on for some mind, reason. Yeah. Like, I think I was like, wait a minute. Three. This feels <laughs> like a third. Oh, I think we did. Actually, I remember that. Anyways, I mean, you're so, pretty good at these segments. Mm, Blaster Jacks is a duo from the Netherlands. They're about uh, Dutch people. They're like, they're, they're all about, about Dutch, they're, 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 Dutch they're, people. They're like big Dutch house oh, music okay. or whatever. I don't know. Uh, what the hell is Dutch house music? Clogs? Yeah, it's like a lot of the sound. <laughs> a lot of, of clacking wood. clogs. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of slapping wood against wood. Okay, that's great. That's yeah. Great. Blaster Jacks. Again, however, wouldn't that be a great. Uh, Pokemon. Yeah, and good. what would that Pokemon do? Blast would, your jacks? Yeah, it would blast your jacks off. I don't know. <laughs> uh, don't you guys have a bag of jacks on you at all times? <laughs> How about Kaizo? Is that a DJ or a Pokemon? Kaizo. Bird? Yeah, that's a that's a po- that's a Pokemon. He's, he's some kind of bird. I, right. I think that's a DJ. You. All right, I turn the other way just to confuse everybody. Uh, no, I, you're right, Morgan. Uh, it might be pronounced Kazo, to be honest. K A Y Z O. I don't know. That sounds like Kazo to me. Kazo. No wonder why John didn't get him. Yeah, sorry, John. Sorry, John. I that really was my fault. It's the only reason I didn't get him. <laughs> This DJ. No, Pokemon would be called that. <laughs> For, if it was a bird Pokemon, though, I would have shit my pants. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> what a great guy. Known for remixing songs and incorporating the trap and hard style genres into his remixes. That's what Wikipedia said. The trap and what? Uh, my phone started. <laughs> trap and hard style genres. I don't know what either of those hard style? The you guys... trap and hard style? It's only like when you got like mad traps like on your body. <laughs> and no, you like got... when you got a ripped a traps. Ripped traps. Uh, <laughs> and then you just become a DJ because <laughs> you have no other choice. <laughs> How about this one? How about Ludicolo? Ludicolo. Uh, I'll spell it actually because uh, L-U-D-I-C-O-L-O. Ludicolo? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Ludicolo. <laughs> I hope it's Ludicolo. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm, I think, I don't know. What do you, what do you think? Uh, I think that's a Pokemon. I think that's like a late edition. Like we're, we're almost out of them. Ludicolo. Uh, we're almost out of, uh, out of names. Beings. I don't know. Okay. So words. the thing with Pokemon is mm-hmm. Pokemon is usually just like, if let's say if it's like, uh, like they, they named a Pokemon after a crane and it would be called crane mon. You right. know what I mean? Like there's yeah. a lot of that, uh, okay. which is why I think this is a DJ, but I could be wrong. Your vote is DJ. Yeah. Uh, John, you got him on this one, man. It is yeah, a Pokemon. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't yeah, know that yeah, Pokemon yeah. either. Uh, I guess if, if their description Never heard of it. vaguely Mexican frogs with sombreros made out oh of Oh my god, oh. I do know that Pokemon. Yeah? 
Uh, I, did, I had no idea that's what it was called, though. It yeah, starts weird. dancing when it hears festival music or when it hears uh, children singing on hikes. <laughs> I don't know why. Well, specifically here, here, on hikes? Yeah. Here are the only two things I will dance to. Thank you for coming in at all, man. Did you have fun on the podcast? I had a great time. Guys, yeah. thanks so much for, for <laughs> we had a we had a nice a nice time. We did some sketches. Uh we played this game. We we we, we laid around on the ground outside. It was it was oh, great. Oh yeah, they didn't what see that. that 54 on the floor, baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They will see that part. Well, they'll see it. I guess they didn't hear that part. But this uh, episode comes out May 29th. Did you, uh, what do you want to plug, man? Whatever you want. Oh, um, what, what do I got coming up? Uh, I am this summer at the Toronto Fringe Festival. Mm. If uh, you're in the Toronto area, I'm going to be in a show called Falls View to a Kill in the Toronto Fringe. Uh, I'm just going to be like a, a, a semi-improvised spy thriller. Oh, cool. Damn. Yeah. And uh, and if you, if you like looking at things on the internet, I write and draw a comic called What It Was Like on the CBC comedy website. And I'm going to be coming out with some new ones of those soon. And it's like a speculative fiction uh webcomic series it's like uh, dumb dumb black mirror basically oh, awesome amazing oh yeah. wow man well, thanks so much well thanks, that, thank you uh, and thank you uh to never sleeps network for broadcasting mm-hmm. this every single week and also yeah. our sponsors mark the humber school of comedy so thanks everyone for listening and yeah. tuning in and, and we will end this uh, yeah with a with a sketch that you brought in what's this from man or is it just something you recorded mm, uh, oh yeah this is uh yeah this is a uh which one is this is this real life yeah yeah, that one. yeah um this is a this is a sketch that i wrote with uh sketchersons oh, at one point and um and i filmed it and did a recording of it eventually and it's just yeah i don't know what else to tell you about it it's just uh we'll have a lesson i know and, uh, i know what to tell people that they're gonna love it all right (laughs) nice uh, mark every single week here on never sleeps network uh bye see ya bye guys this fall on hfc i was scared real life accounts of unknown encounters from the people who live to tell about it i didn't know what was going on or what and that scared me and that's true. Real life mysteries. Unscripted, unexplainable, unforgettable. And then it came floating through the wall, and it was like a translucent uh, phantasm. And uh, I looked at it, and it looked at me, and I'll never forget this. I said, uh, pass. No, thank you. I got in my car, and then I drove away, and then I looked back, and this is true. I looked back, and I said, uh, wrong number. Please try your call again, haunted house. Real encounters, unreal mysteries. From brushes with the paranormal to the legends you never thought could be true until now. And then it came out of the woods and it was roughly in the shape of a man, but 10 feet tall and covered in fur. And nobody believes me, I've tried to tell this part to everybody, but as God as my witness, I was in the woods and I looked at it and I said, uh, check please. Real people who are not actors and who are hopefully also multiple people and not just this one dude. So then the hatch sort of opens up and they all come out and they say, hey, let's uh, let's go to outer space. Get in and we'll all go to outer space. And I said, okay, that's weird, but okay. So we go and they said, you know, now that you're up here, what we'd love to do is we got this rod and uh, we want to stick it up your butt. And I said, oh, okay, well, that all sounds fine. Uh, just one polite suggestion after you. You first, please, or how about just you and then never me? I got in my car and drove away, and this is the absolute God's truth of the earth. I said, I said, stick a rod in my butt. 
How about www.getalife.com? Real Life Mysteries. Thursdays at 9 on the Historical Fact Channel after celebrity kid fights and Dirty South Garbage Kings. Boy, I tell you, if they asked me to watch that show, I'd look at that show, and I'd look at them, and I'd say, uh, is that your final answer? Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com. Hey, you got Morgan from Vesta Friends. Yeah, Mark from Vesta Friends. And thanks so much for listening to the Vesta Friends podcast every Tuesday on Never Sleeps Network. Yeah, in fact, did you know that Never Sleeps Network features other amazing podcasts created right here in Toronto? Is that right, Mark? It totally is, Morgan. Like what? Like our great buddy, Jeff Paul. Ah, the human potato himself, the potato files. You can also listen to that on Never Sleeps Network as well. I think I might do that right now. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.